the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. You know, we just want to make God simply part of our everyday life, don't we? Everyday life to be involved with us. And today we're going to talk about shaking and singing and shouting and all these really practical ways that God can be part of your everyday life. On the previous show, we talked about repenting. We talked about uh, receiving from the Lord, which is sometimes hard for us. So if you missed that, go back to JenniferJackson.com and listen to those. I've had my mother here with me, Sherry Godby. She's a co-host for these wonderful lessons where we're just simply practically applying the Word of God to our everyday lives. In my mind, if you can't apply it and it doesn't uh, fit for your everyday life, then it's it's too heady. <laughs> and that's not the Word of God. The Word of God is alive and it's active and it's breathing and it's living and it's there as a resource. It's there as a tool for us to help us to learn and grow. And so welcome back to the show, Mom, Thank Sherry you. Godby. <laughs> and we want to finish. We were talking about even the strongholds of our lives in Nahum 312, uh, that God will shake them off and yes. God can set us free from anything. Yes, and you can. had a story that went along with uh, being kind of being set free yes well the story has to do with nahum chapter 3 verse 12 and this was about 28 years ago and i was praying with this lady and several this was after after church was over and we were in a group praying for this lady and this was the first time this had ever happened to me uh, the lord just he was just impressing on my heart this Nahum 312 go ahead and read it well for i us can again. i have it memorized oh yes tell it to us <laughs> that's good yeah and and all thy strongholds shall be like fig trees with the first ripe figs. If they be shaken, they shall even fall into the mouth of the eater. And so it, it kind of shaking, you know, I, I told her that scripture. I did not know what the Lord was telling her with it because my, I felt like my job was just to tell her what that scripture and and uh, let him t- uh, tell her what it means because I had to, I've been thinking about that for 28 years, but uh, I felt like, uh, I didn't explain it to her, but I felt like the Lord was saying, you know, you can pull down whatever is coming against you. You can pull that down in the name of Jesus. That's those strongholds. It, it seems like you can't be the winner here, but the Lord, the Lord said you, it's going to be easy. It's like shaking a ripe fig tree. Figs are going to fall. And so uh, I, I've meditated on that for many years. And, and this is the truth. This is the truth. And so, uh, and another story is that um, I was talking to this lady and she was telling me about about her husband and some of the uh, things that were strongholds in his life. 
And I said, well, you know, uh, when you get married, the two shall become one flesh. And I said, you, you can pull down those strongholds and addictions of different, different things. I said, you can do that. You can pull those down in Jesus' name. I said, it doesn't have to be hard because if you read the scripture, it's easy. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, if you, you just have to believe and do it. And when she got back home that night, she just opened her Bible and there it was already marked to Nahum chapter three, verse 12. And so, I, I just know that God's word is true. He watches over his word to perform it. And, um, oh, I forgot to tell you how the Lord confirmed with the first first lady. Uh, the next day there was a knock on her door and she said somebody brought her figs to the door. And she'd never had, she'd never even eaten figs. Figs are great. Yeah, their figs are great. And I don't know if those were fresh figs or whatever, whatever kind. She had never eaten those. If you were in Israel, that would be everyday life. But yeah. in America, I don't oh. know that people just bring figs very often. No, this was in another state. And <laughs> oh, it was in Missouri. Yeah. <laughs> but someone came to her door after I had given her that scripture and knocked and, and, and presented her with figs. That's amazing. The very next day. Sometimes God confirms his he word. confirms. To mm-hmm. us. Yes. And like the girl where her bookmark was at that was Nahum right there. 3.12. So the Lord was saying, yes, I will do this. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be, the devil's just a big liar. And the, God's word is true. And it's not going to be that hard. Well, the promises of God to us in terms of sh- of shaking down these strongholds is that he, he's the one that has the power to do it. Yes. And he has given mm-hmm. us that power to pray and to ask. Yes. And then he also confirms his words. Yes, he does. I love that. That I love is that so too. powerful. Mm-hmm. Well, let's move on to the next one. And the next one is shouting. Are we supposed to be shouting at our kids right now or something? <laughs> I mean, what, shouting. <laughs> I think, I, where were we? Some, the, there was a, a person in the checkout line shouting at the the, ca, the girl working at the cash register, and they both stomped off and left. Well, so I, I think people are tense today. So this is not the be. kind of shouting no, you're talking that's about. No, not the kind I'm talking okay. about. <laughs> well, what what kind of shouting, Mom, well, helps us? I like I like this Psalm 33:3. Uh, sing to him a new song. Play skillfully, skillfully with a shout of joy. Well, I take the Lord at His word. He says, "Sing a new song." I think, well, I'm going to ask the Lord for a new song. I'm going to write a new song. You're always writing a new song, but that is scriptural. That's a good it, thing. Yeah, He says it, and I thought, okay, well, He'll help me to write one then. But there's a little song that we used to sing, uh, shout, unto the, shout unto God with a voice of triumph, shout unto God with a voice of praise, Hosanna, Hosanna. Do you mm-hmm. remember that, little, oh, yeah, that sure. little chorus years ago? But uh, there, there, here's a story from the Bible. We could tell that just very briefly if we have time. Okay, well, um, here's an example of, of shouting. Well, the Israelites were being defeated by the Philistines. Now, that's the problem. They were being defeated. And so they, they were saying, well, you know, we don't have the ark here. Let's bring the, the ark of the covenant. Let's, let's bring it here because maybe that's why we're being defeated. And so. Which the ark represented the presence of God. Right. And Goliath was a Philistine. Mm-hmm. They're quite large. Right. Right. Some and, of them. Yeah. And so, um, so when, when they um, brought the ark. Uh, into the camp, well, uh, Samuel, Samuel had, uh, the prophet Samuel, had called the people to a fast. They had fasted all day, and Samuel had prayed for them. And, uh, but until, here's, here's the key, until Israel repre- repented and got rid of their idols and foreign gods, they were defeated in one battle after another. No, no amount of shouting would take care of things. Uh, until they repented and got rid of, of idol worship. 
And recognize that God is the one true living God. He is the one true God. And we can't really, you know, diss on the Israelites because we've done that ourselves. Yes. As and well. God is jealous. I was telling the ladies at the jail today, God is jealous sure. over you. And, and, you know, I bet that was, was that hard for them to believe that, that, that I said, he's jealous over you. He wants our hearts. He wants it. He wants to be number one. He wants to be number one. This is really important for America right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. We've yes. got to lay these things down and yes. put him back to number one. Right. And if we feel like, well, I don't know if I can love God with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. Well, we can, we can start with, you know, all that I've got. And then I say, <laughs> this is what I say. I say, Lord, expand me, enlarge me, that I might love you more. Because I feel like, you know, even as much as I love God, it's not it's not enough because he's worthy of much more. So I say, Lord, will you enlarge me that I might love you more? You know, that's a beautiful prayer. Hmm. OK, so. All right. So they had to repent of their idol worship. Mm-hmm. They they said we, we better get the ark, which represented God's presence. Yes. And then what was their next thing? Um, well, let's see. Uh, well, you said the, the first thing is that um, there was. Uh, a man with a sword appeared to Joshua and gave him instructions on how to conquer Jericho. The priests were to carry the Ark of the Covenant with them as they marched. This was, and then when the people shouted, remember, mm-hmm. that, they, that was in another segment. The people shouted, and then the walls came tumbling down. But the whole point was that until they fasted and prayed and repented, all their shouting would not have, would not have brought those walls tumbling down if mm-hmm. they had not fasted and, and, and prayed and repented of their sins. There are some prerequisites. Yes, some conditions to conditions. The, to the promises. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, so they shouted, and we know the end of that story. The walls came tumbling down. So God promises that uh, my joyful shouting to the Lord in worship is pleasing to him if I have a clean heart and right motives. We could say another scripture, clean hands and a pure heart. Mm-hmm. Clean hands and a pure heart. That's another scripture. And so, well, let's talk about the shouting. What do, what do you think the shouting would actually look like for us? I mean, we're, we're imagining it with, you know, the, the Israelites. But what would that look like? Well, for I'll us? tell you what it looks like for me. Okay. Because the Lord said to shout unto the Lord. So I'm thinking he said, that means me to shout unto the Lord. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I sit up front and the music's louder up front. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I just say, hallelujah. You know? And I'm just I'm just doing what the Lord says. He says, lift your hands in the sanctuary. So I lift my hands in the sanctuary. That's right. I just try to do what he says to do because it's not too hard. I mean, the first time I ever shouted and said, hallelujah, it was a little it was a little bit more uncomfortable than now. It's not uncomfortable at all. So that's what it looks like for me. What? So what do you think? <laughs> well, I think that we should. I think we should praise him loudly. I think we mm-hmm. should. Shout aloud, cry aloud, uh, praise aloud, Mm -hmm. and open our mouth. I think the power is in opening our mouth because somehow when you begin to speak, it's like telling uh, your your boyfriend or girlfriend for the first time, I love you. That's hard to get it out of your mouth. Yes. (laughs) But once you say it, it changes the relationship. Yes, and it's easier after that. Mm -hmm. I remember that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so that's the same thing with the Lord is just shouting it out to him and and telling him loudly how much we love him. What about singing? This is our last one. we got to fly through it. Singing. It says in Colossians 3.16, Let God's word live in you like a rich treasure. Correct and teach each other wisely. Sing. 
Sing hymns and psalms and spiritual songs. Sing with thanks to God in your heart. Well, a couple of things that we can we can gather from this is that uh, we can actually sing and praise God in advance for a victory. Now, the the this a sample story that I have here is Miriam, you know, leading a, a song which really told about uh, triumph over uh, 430 years. The whole song tells a story, but you know what? What what if she had sang uh, by faith on the other side? You know of what you know she thought God's going to do. Hmm. So it's good either way. It was it's a great song. It's wonderful. You know. Well, we don't want to pause, forget to pause and celebrate what God has done. Yes, so that's and wonderful. And I think that's another way mm-hmm. that we sing because Miriam, they they crossed the Red Sea on dry ground. Mm-hmm. She gathered all the women. They sang and they danced and she paused and right. gave God the credit. Yes. And that's what we want to make sure that we do. We want to make sure that we give God credit for the goodness in our lives, that we're grateful, that our attitude, we can sing to the Lord, shout aloud. We uh, can shake the things down that need to be shaken. God is so good, isn't he? Well, I'm Jennifer. That was my mom, Sherry Godby, and you are listening to Simply for Women. I want you to go to jenniferjackson.com. That's right, jenniferjackson.com, because I have so many resources for you. And for a gift of any amount, I will send you goodies, books, devotionals, so many wonderful things. That's at jenniferjackson.com. Stay with us. We have a guest, and you are listening to Simply for Women. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.